Welcome to First Turn, where we play board games for the first time and discuss our immediate reactions. It's like book club, but for board games. I'm Eric, and with me is Kiwi. Oh, just a bit outside on that one. It's a 3-2 count going into the ninth. Hello. I don't think this is a game <laughs> about bats. All right. Um, oh, okay. It's not what I thought. <clears throat> Today, we're going to be playing Bat Flip, designed by Scott Corlander. The artist was Weird Design, published in 2022 by Scorelander Games. Batflip is a fast-paced card game of action and reaction. Step into the role of manager. Decide how to deploy your players to hit, pitch, and field over the course of an action-packed three-inning game. Respond instantly to your opponent's moves. Utilize the best players and abilities in the most pivotal moments of the game. When the time is just right, swing for the fences and flip the bat. The mechanics are card play conflict resolution, deck construction, hand management, and interrupts. Uh, and the box art? Yeah, the box art's like, uh, it's got your classic uh, baseball player kind of mid-swing uh, generic team, but it looks like, you know, it's got the pinstripes like the Yankees and then around kind of the outside, it's got uh, different players and like a, a ghostly hue almost like a, a lightish, a lightish blue to offset it from the, the big player in the middle, but they're all in like different baseball esque stances, mid swing or mid catch. Uh, yeah. And then the, the logo looks like it just says bat flip. And then it's got like a bat with some weaponly weapon spikes, but I'm assuming that those are kind of like your your movement, movement. indicators yeah. yeah not giant spikes not as in a, a combat bat it's a bat sickle if you will <laughs> yeah um all right uh would you pull this off a shelf uh i'm gonna go with no uh because i don't find baseball interesting um and of all the sports games that we've played i feel like baseball is the least fast-paced <laughs> yeah uh, I don't think it's what it's known for, right? No. Nope. Um, Although they have made rules changes to try and make it go faster. but I, Actually, I'm surprised you don't like baseball because whenever you say baseball is boring, people are like, ah, but stats and math. Which is so somehow, somehow I, supposed to make it exciting, but it does seem like something you would like. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the statistics part of it. Like, that's very cool. Like the money ball, like I read the book and watched the movie. I found I find that kind of stuff incredibly interesting. Uh, my problem is, is I had a very bad experience at the end of like, I played baseball for like nine years. And that last year was just such a bad experience that I just, I don't particularly care for baseball. Um, but yeah. yes, the statistics are super, and, and like, I will still read about the statistics and not care anything about the game. But, you know, when, when you say crazy stuff like, you know, oh, yeah, this pitcher uh, always throws a strike on the second pitch when it's a 2-2 count and the temperature outside is 76 degrees and he is below this latitude. Like there are people that get that intense and it's just like I flip and love it. But yeah, baseball as a whole, nah, you know, yeah. you take it or leave it. Yeah, I wouldn't pick it up off a shelf. I don't think i've ever had any interest in baseball and just sports in general i don't pay any attention to so um so how do you think it's played how do i uh, i mean it sounded like a um a deck builder yeah deck construction which i don't know is that more like magic um 
Like, do you put your deck together ahead of time? And then it's going to be a hand of the baseball players. Um, you're going to interrupt people by... Does baseball have any interruption? I mean, you got to change innings. You got to change batters. I don't, uh, I I don't know if there's like a really interrupt. interruption. I assume it's going to be things like throwing the ball to get somebody out. That's what baseball does, right? Yep. That, um, is, a, that is a technique. Or uh, stealing a base. That'd be an interrupt, right? Because that, yep. that happens when it's not supposed to happen. You're supposed to run <laughs> after the guy hits the ball. Which is why they call it stealing. See, yeah. you're off to a great start. Uh, I know lots about baseball. Uh, conflict resolution. That's obviously when the bench clears and punches the pitcher. Uh, as, as you righteous should. That's mostly the clips of baseball I've seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when do you flip a bat? I don't think I've ever seen anybody flip a bat. So interestingly, there are a lot of like unwritten rules in baseball. And one of the things you're supposed to never do is bat flipping. It's seen as like showing off and you should always be like humble about what you've done. It's like a over the top touchdown dance. Yes, exactly. So there was one in 2019. I forget the player, but I remember reading about it where like everybody flipped out because he like he hit this huge home run and just like did this giant bat flip like threw it in the air and it like <laughs> flipped a billion times and then landed and the bench like cleared because of it and like all these people were coming out saying like oh what he did is ruining baseball and like all this crazy stuff and there's like tons of unwritten rules <laughs> of things that like you're not supposed to do but there is nothing that says that you can't actually it's just other right. players just, it's yeah. etiquette yep um uh yeah um i I don't know i feel like that's mostly going to be it we're gonna be playing uh playing cards of players who are gonna hit balls and then occasionally steal base and then uh you flip a bat and then somebody interrupts with a uh uh brawl as as should be done how how i picture most baseball games going i i mean they would be far more exciting if that's what happened that'd be one of the bets the over under on which inning is going to have the bench clearing brawl well, not during a stretch because everyone needs to stretch. Right, eighth because you stretch and then you have a brawl, right? I assume that's the reason behind it. You don't uh, want to yeah, brawl the, yeah. when you're like not when you're too tense. The, the seventh inning stretch. Yeah. All the fans get up and they sing the song while the baseball players stretch, and then there's just a yeah huge fight for the eighth inning. Yeah. Baseball sounds cool. <laughs> so, so the history of bench clearing brawls. Uh, that might be a good one too. I was gonna do Field of Dreams because they all look like ghosts. Field of Dreams is the best baseball movie. In the world of baseball, where the crack of the bat and the roar of the crowd create the backdrop for unforgettable moments, there exists a less celebrated but equally captivating narrative, the story of a bench-clearing brawl. Long before the modern era of baseball, when high salaries and multi-million dollar contracts were the norm, there was a time when the sport was characterized by a grittier, rough-and-tumble spirit. The 19th century saw the birth of baseball and with it the emergence of players who wore their emotions on their sleeves. Tensions ran high and it wasn't uncommon for players to come to blows on the field. As the years passed, certain bench-clearing brawls etched themselves into the annals of baseball history. The infamous 10-cent beer night in Cleveland during 19... I need you to be Googling these to see if I'm making shit up too. Okay, hold on. 10-cent beer brawl? Beer night. The infamous 10-cent beer night in Cleveland during the 1973 saw fans consume excessive amounts of alcohol, leading to chaotic brawls between the Cleveland Indians and the Texas Rangers. In 2003, the brawl between the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees, featuring legendary pitcher 
Pedro Martinez and the iconic Don Zimmer remains a prominent memory in sports history. So t- 10 cent beer night, that's actual. 2003 brawl between the Red Sox and Yankees. Uh, was it the ALCS? I don't know. Is there a Don Zimmer? Go. Yep, I'm going to go with that as the correct one. All right. Also, as soon as you write in 10 cent beer, it finishes to uh, beer night fight. <laughs> and then if you just type in 2003 brawl, it auto corrects to ALCS brawl. Uh, and yes, so that one was real. In more recent years, as the sporting world shifted its focus towards player safety and sportsmanship, bench clearing brawls have found themselves under increased scrutiny. Harsh penalties, including suspensions and fines, became common consequences for the players and managers involved. Umpires and officials worked diligently to defuse conflicts before they could escalate further. Rivalries have long been the heart of baseball's rich tapestry. Fierce matchups and story grudges like the old age rivalry between the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees. I feel like we didn't. That just happened. Well, that and it's also a famous like decades long. Like, I don't need to Google that one. That's real. Often ignited these heated incidents. Also in the world. And so in the world of baseball where history is written in the diamonds dirt and in the hearts of those who play bench clearing brawls remain a chapter of the story, adding both chaos and unity to the sports compelling narrative. I mean, it, it had things mostly, mostly right. I mean, it seemed right. This wasn't, wasn't the most interesting one it came up with, Yeah, but again, it's also baseball. No, I- so that just might be part of the. Yeah, no, uh, Babe Ruth started his career with the Red Sox and then got sold to the Yankees. And basically it really, really upset him. And so he he said that, you know, when he left the Red Sox, uh, they would never win a World Series again. And they called it the curse of the Bambino. And the Red Sox wouldn't win another World Series for like 80 something years, I think it was. Uh, Yeah, good, good reason to fight today. Yeah. Uh, we're managers of our own team and we're trying to get our team to score the most runs over the course of three innings, which seems like the best way to win. Uh, typically the start of the game starts with drafting two sets of players and creating a single team with them. We're going to use the alternate suggestion of just two random sets since we don't really know the game or the teams and it works out about the same. Uh, the home team player is randomly chosen, but I decided we could go with, uh, the last to go to a baseball game, which is the pretty obvious one. Uh, the last to flip a bat, uh, or, uh, yeah. So do you remember the last time you have been to a baseball game? I went to one here for some reason. Do you think it was before 2012 or after 2012? Probably before. And actually, I think the last game I went to was in 2016. We took Paxton to, yeah, we took Paxton to a San Francisco Giants game because he wanted to go. Before 2016, for sure. Uh, I've actually seen more college football games in baseball stadiums than I have seen baseball games. So uh, I will be the home team then. Um, So in each inning, the home team will field first and the away team will bat first as is traditional in baseball. So each inning is broken into two halves. Each half involves the batting player alternating steps between the at-bat step and the steal step. Uh, And this will continue continue until the batting team has uh, three outs. So in the at-bat step, you're going to perform one of the following steps. 
And basically you get to choose which one you do. So you can hit. So this will let you advance one or more bases. So the batting player selects a card from their hand and plays it. The fielding player can then select a card or draw from the top of their deck to defend. If the batting value is equal or less, the batter is out. If the batter value is greater, the batter will advance a number of bases equal to the difference between the batting and defending score. So if the batter has a batting value of five and I only defend with a three, then you get to advance two. Uh, some batters may hit fly balls or ground balls and they'll have little arrows either pointing down or up, in which case they can only be defended by players who also specialize in those, meaning they'll have arrows that point uh, up or down. And pitchers can always defend both. So that's your first choice. Your second one is a walk. So these are safer than hits, but you only can advance one base and you can't do a walk twice in a row. Uh, the batting player selects a card from their hand. The fielding player can then play a pitcher from their deck and compare the batter's walk stat with the pitcher's control stat. If the walk stat is higher, they advance a single base. If not, they weren't able to walk, return the batter to the batter's hand, and then they basically replay the at-bat step. Uh, and when we play pitchers, they're going to play uh, they, they stay on the field and will keep batters from walking if their walk stat is not greater than the pitcher's control stat. If another pitcher is played, then it replaces the current pitcher. Uh, finally, you can bat flip. So once per inning, uh, you can decide to uh, hit, but uh, it's going to be a like a big hit. Uh, flip the bat flip card to show it's been used for the inning, then draw the top card of the batting player's deck and play it as if that you were playing a card from your hand for a hit. The defending player does not get to play a defense card. However, if a pitcher card is drawn by the batting player, it is an out instead. And then uh, finally, you can choose to strike out. So you can accept an out to get new cards. So discard a card and draw two while your opponent draws one. Normally, when we have an out, both players draw a single card. Uh, so in this way, you can get more cards. And then once you've done the at-bat step, you can do the steal step. So for each runner, you may attempt to steal once during the step. For each runner that is going to steal, the defender may draw a card from the top of the deck. Compare the defense stat against the steal stat of the runner. If it's greater, the steal is successful or else the, the runner is out. Uh, and a player can steal home if the previous at-bat was a successful hit. Uh, players may have abilities. There'll be like a little explanation point on the card and then it'll have text on when you're allowed to do it and you always resolve them immediately. Uh, the game ends once the home team has finished batting in the third inning. If the home team is winning after the visiting team gets their third out in the third inning and has less runs, uh, the game ends with the home team winning. And if the score is tied after the third inning, uh, play another inning and continue doing that until a team wins the game. And those are all the rules. It's probably a baseball thing, but uh, let's let's bat. We just finished a game of bat flip. To recap, Kiwi had five assist points, and I won with eight substitution points. Uh, my winning strategy was um, to hold on to defenders, I guess. Because I think you scored a lot of runs the first round because I didn't do that. And then the last round, I had a couple good defenders and I didn't want to waste them yeah. when I had the lead. So I kind of just did a couple strikeouts to try to get other cards and then hold on to them. Yeah, I feel, yeah, and I feel like I 
was trying to get assist cards because I realized how good they were. Yeah. Kind of like your substitute. I was just, I wasn't able to get assist. And then I feel like in our second round, we both just kind of like beat the crap out of each other mm -hmm. uh, to the point where we didn't have any cards. So like, yeah. I really didn't have anything good going into the third inning. Uh, even though you like scored a bunch of runs in the second inning or at the beginning of the third inning, I still didn't have enough because I had to play to like try and stop you. I, I so I had try nothing to do going that. in. So um, uh, I had uh, two or three on the bases and score them all together so that you didn't yeah. have cards. Because I think that's probably the strategy, right? Is to not score one at a time because then they just get cards, but to do a big play. Yeah. I mean, and, and it yeah, might be different, lucky, but yeah. Yeah. And it might be different based on team yep, too. There sure. might be teams that play differently and then the combinations of teams. Yeah. But at least for ours, it seemed like that is how I got a bunch of score in the second one is, or the last one because, um, yeah, yeah. you had some big at bats. Yeah. All right. Uh, theme, did you feel like a, uh, baseball manager team? I, I, I feel like more than I expected. But I don't like, you know, because there was something like, you, you, you know, you, you had said it before, like, oh, would you really be able to substitute like in an at bat? <laughs> or assist. Like, right I don't in the know how assisting it. works. Yeah. And I don't know how assisting works either. So like, I think there was more than I expected because like I was choosing which pitcher I wanted, which is something a manager does and choosing like, okay, I want this guy to run and this guy to steal. So like, those are things that managers would do. So they're but I don't know if I felt like a, like a, what a manager would actually be doing, but I got more than I kind of expected to get out of a card game. Okay. Does that make sense? I get it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know anything about baseball and I was picking numbers to match numbers, but, um, right. I mean, I guess I can't say one way or the other cause I just don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, table presents. Um, I think, I don't think we got the whole, what we would get like, so the designer and publisher sent us the game to play test, but since we're in two different locations, we had to play on tabletop simulator. So the elements that aren't in the tabletop sim mod that are in the box. So like the scoreboard and stuff for us was just like a cardboard thing with a chit on it that we moved around. Uh, the actual physical version, it looks like a no kidding uh, like baseball scoreboard that you might see in the outfield. And then you have wheels that you turn oh, yeah. to adjust for the outs and stuff. So it, it's more like there, but you know, it's a small card game. So like, you're not going to have a big footprint, sure. which, you know, could be nice, but I, I don't think it would catch the eye because of that. Yeah. I mean, the art was like, um, you know, baseball players. So I, I thought it was decent art, but it wouldn't. Yeah. And it looked like everybody was different. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. It just wouldn't, catch my attention because i'd be like oh baseball so but i mean yeah. if you are into baseball it does capture that so i think i think it's a fine table presence for what you expect in a card game about baseball yep so. uh mechanics uh how did this compare to other kind of card games i don't know about other card games so we've played a couple well you and i played the hockey game which i think we both came to the conclusion that it's hard to Simulate, simulate something yes. that that dynamic of a game like hockey or football uh bp and i have done the soccer one mm -hmm. which 
you know, that one was less dynamic because you're not actually playing a soccer game. You are the manager. So you're managing the whole club. So you don't have to play out the dynamicness of soccer. But I feel like, you know, for a sports game that's trying to do that, like mechanically, some of it makes sense. Uh, I think, you know, we had talked about the substitutions and that assist, like how does that work? But, you know, they're just trying to make teams play out differently. So I think the, you know, the card play was interesting, uh, you know, from a mechanical piece. I'm not sure how else you would do it without being like way more simulation than, you know, abstract, which is what we got. Yeah, I, yeah, I think in terms of trying to theme, I, it's as good as any other sports game from that regard. Um, I thought it was clever enough of like a, a attack defense mechanic. Um, and then the, the difference being, uh, you know, how far you go around the thing. I thought, I thought that yep. was, uh, nothing crazy, but, um, I think it kind of worked. I think actually yeah, yeah, like the, the format of baseball with like outs and, and you kind of score until you get the outs kind of, kind of worked for a card game instead of like having set rounds or something like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Cause like a couple of them went way longer than I thought. And then one just ended short. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so how was it learning the game? Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty straightforward. Like you said, the attack defense. I think walking was kind of the weird one. Um, and it took a little while to figure out the whole pitcher thing. But I think otherwise, it, it wasn't too crazy. Yeah, and I think the iconography, like everything matched up really well. So like, you know, if a batter only hit fly balls, like the icon matched for the defender as well, right? So, yeah, I think iconography-wise, it wasn't that hard to get past. There were just like little rules mechanic bits but i feel like once we played it out a couple times we were like we were okay with how it played out uh and we were able to kind of move through and like there were onesies and twosies in like the first round of rules that i would look up like when we did it for the first time mm -hmm. but i wasn't in the rule book uh a ton or you know next to at all by the time we got to that third inning yeah i i thought it was yeah pretty smooth um even like not, I mean, I knew the basics of baseball, but even not knowing the game very well, it, it seemed pretty smooth. Yeah. Um, and the rule book is laid out well. Yeah. So even when I had to go in and find stuff, like it was super easy. It's not a very long rule book to begin with, um, but the things were laid out well enough that I was easily able to go directly to where I needed to go and find exactly what I needed. Um, yeah. Uh, player interaction. It's a one V one baseball game. So pre pretty much with like interrupts and things and, I thought, I thought it worked well, like with the whole, like I play this and then you kind of counter it with assists or, uh, or my, uh, substitutions. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I think it would be interesting to see, like, yeah, I, I think if you played the game a bunch, you would see the different teams and there's probably some synergy between two of them. I don't think I would ever play where like people get to pick. Cause I feel like, uh, you know, you could, you could game it to the point where like you have an unstoppable team because of the way mechanics works together. So, you know, ha having it random, uh, is nice. And I feel like there's just enough strategy. I, I feel like towards the end, we were getting to like trying to figure out what the other player might do because you've seen their team now yeah. for two innings. So you have an idea of what they can do. Uh, so, you know, I feel like the player interaction is, 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 is on par with other two player, yep. you know, combat style games, which is, yeah, you know, it's a baseball theme, but, we were but then as you doing... start to figure it out, then the teams 
mix and match up and stuff. So yeah, exactly. It's similar yeah. to smash up. Yeah. And in, in terms yeah. of like that sort of dynamic, uh, would you play it again? I think I would. I mean, even though I don't uh, particularly care for baseball, like I, I think the mechanics of the way things work together, the how the different teams could work together. You know, we we've brought up Smash Up a couple of times. I do not like Smash Up. I don't like the way that it plays. But I feel like you know the combinations of the two teams, you, you would get a different team every time, or potentially get a different team every time. Um, and it, there's just enough strategy in a, in what is a relatively short ish game that. You know, I feel like it's probably worth playing, you know, one or two more times. So, yeah, I would. Uh, I'm a no. I mean, I think for obvious baseball reasons, uh, card play was fine. It felt a little bit long to me. Um, it could have been just us playing, though, because like I said, the rounds were variable. So I guess it's hard to judge. Um, but it yeah. felt a little bit long to me. Um, That's but I thought the card play was fine. I just, you know, thematically, baseball's not my thing. Yeah, that, that'd be the only thing keeping me back. Like, I wish there was a different theme. I'm not sure how you would retheme it, but, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not big on baseball. So, yeah. uh, okay. All right. That was uh, Batflip. Uh, so if you have any recommendations of games you'd like to hear our impressions on, please send them our way. You can do it via email at firstturntabletop at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at firstturncast. And the podcasting scandal says, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatchers. We look forward to hear... We look... We look forward to hearing from you. Play more games. I couldn't keep it going. <laughs> what happened? That doesn't happen in real baseball, right? Like one dude walks out to hit and then another dude runs out and hits it. You know, you could steal home. Isn't that usually where the ball is?